Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Playful Humans podcast. I'm your host, Mike Montague, and my guest this week is a professional speaker and musician. It's Jade Simmons. She's right there. Uh, you can check her out at jadesimmons.com or on Instagram. A really good follow there as well for Playful Humans. If you want to rediscover the power of play, uh, find out what your play personality is. You can go to playfulhumans.com slash quiz. There's a BuzzFeed style quiz there. You take it. There's 10 possible playful personalities to figure out which one you are and some ways to rediscover the power of play in your life. I'm really excited to talk to Jade Simmons. Done everything from Miss America to music. We'll find out that next. All right, Jade, we like to start with the joke of the week here on the podcast. The joke of the week is brought to you by Blockbuster Movie Rentals. Uh, I got carded at the liquor store the other day and my Blockbuster card fell out. They said, uh, never mind. Uh, we're good. <laughs> but here's your joke. Why don't they play poker in the jungle? Uh, I don't know. Something about blind. Uh, I should have I seen that one coming. Totally should have seen that coming. Uh, awesome. I'm so glad you're here and I'm glad that we can talk about uh, your favorite subjects of like leadership and purpose yeah. and I think creative confidence too. You're yeah. an amazing musician and speaker. Uh, you were runner up in the Miss America pageant, which is Years incredible. Ago. But yeah, Eon. all of that takes <laughs> guts, uh, I think, for most people to do. And they're all dreams that other people have. And uh, on this podcast, we really like to dive into like, how do you get there? Because I think there's so many common myths and misconceptions about how you get started or what yeah. it looks like, or you, maybe you get a viral hit and that's it. But yeah. I know that, you know, a career takes a lot more than that. You have to have hit after, after yeah. hit, and you have to yeah. keep evolving and, and growing. So let's start out with an easy one and go way back for you. Mm -hmm. Um, were you always a playful human or did yeah. you ever have a real job? Were you like an accountant <laughs> somewhere and then discovered Never, music? Ever. No, yeah. I, I knew from the first childhood job that I had that I was never, ever <laughs> going to work um, a nine to five. And I've kept that promise. I will say the I, I worked at Express, the clothing store, the yeah. summer of my senior year, um, I was blessed to have scholarships to go to college, but my mom was like, you still got to, uh, my parents were like, you got to find money for like your dorm decorations and that stuff. And I worked, I lasted just that summer. And I was like, this is not, <laughs> this is not it. Um, and, and I was really lucky that most since middle school, I made money playing like other people's weddings and events. I don't know who would trust their wedding to a sixth grader, but somebody did. Right. We have um, a lot of sixth grader. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. Yes. Yeah. They must've been good friends of the family. We have two things in common already. I What's DJed that? at express when I was in my twenties no for the way. free clothes. Yes, they paid me exactly. to like DJ in the store when the new it was all out. about the jeans. It was like, I was, was tall awesome. uh, for my age at the time. And they were like one of the only stores where the jeans would go all the way down to yeah. your ankles when that was in style. And so I was and then like, I did weddings as a, a DJ no too, way. so that's super fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. When did you realize though, that you could play for a living that, I mean, was it even when you were young playing uh, the weddings and stuff that you're like, oh, I could get paid for this? Yeah, you know, my parents raised my sister and I to be extremely delusional. 
I mean, we That's like so when, awesome. they, when they told us that we could do anything and be anything, like we literally believe them. We still, I mean, you're talking to someone who ran for president last year. So I'm still <laughs> vibing on like, yeah. what do you mean? My dad said I could, so I'm going to do it. But um, as we were starting, I was thinking about how early plays started. And even with classical music, um, I would never just stick to what was on a page. Like when I was practicing, I'd always like jazz up rhythms and make like a hip hop version. And even today on stage, that's what I'm known for is mixing genres. My my keynote performances and concerts go from Rachmaninoff all the way to rap. And so I think there was this time, Mike, where I kind of decided I was just going to be who I wanted to be when I was a kid. And that was a combination of like a rock star, a superhero, Oprah Winfrey, you know, Michael Jordan and the president. I'm just going to be all of those things. Right. And and <laughs> see so how awesome. it played out. And, and I'll tell you, it's I can't imagine living any other way. And even when I go to corporate rooms, I'm trying to get them to play, you know, even on stage in that moment to play with me. Now, I guess I mentioned a little bit, but what does your career look like now? How yeah. do you play for a living and how do you help people? Yeah. So I would say I spend the majority of my time and definitely will be the case in 2022 um, speaking mostly on corporate stages uh, to companies who are really looking to generate momentum in life and business. I I think what 2020 and 2021 taught us is that, first of all, work and and life is intrinsically, it's just it just is connected. Um, And we kind of learned how important those connections were or how important they weren't and what was really valuable. And companies now are finally ready. We were asking them to do this five years ago, but they're now ready to say our people are just as important, if not more so than the products and the services we offer. And if we aren't feeding them mind, body and soul, we're going to lose them as people. And that's going to be bad for the bottom line as well. And so it's it's been a long time coming to see that pivot finally be made and now we just feel so honored to be really sought after because they know that's what what we're coming to do yeah i love that and now i've also found playful people I think tend to diversify uh, a little bit. I, I interviewed uh, <laughs> DC from Tag Team uh, yeah. on the podcast, oh, wow. and he was like, he's doing voiceovers and yeah. acting, and uh, you know, on stage performing, but also like keynote speeches and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like you're a little bit that way too. Do yeah. you feel like that's what it takes to make a living at this, or do you feel like that's what creative people do? They just always express oh, yeah. themselves in more than one way. Well, you know, I love that you made it sound so wonderfully professional, diversify, right? You know, b- <laughs> before that, people would just say they're all over the place, right? Um, yeah. and, and if you aren't careful, you you can be all over the place. You can be flaky. Nothing can see profit, right? And, and so I think the key then, because I've never believed in picking one thing, and it frustrated so many teachers, you know, pianists who could be like, you can be this amazing if you just played the piano or if you, and I never felt like I was called to do one thing. And now I have a career that exists because I never um, picked the one thing, except the one thing for me was purpose. So once I felt like I'm called to activate people into operating in a bigger and bolder way, I can now do whatever I want as long as I'm creating that reaction uh, in the people that I'm serving, whether it's through my art, um, through, uh, through speaking, through preaching, through writing, whatever it is, that's the end goal. And that gives me the freedom, you know, Mike, to to do a lot of things. But I think the responsibility then is 
And my parents said this when I was bringing like the sixth instrument home and the third sport, <laughs> you know, right. and, and the student like, council. You're going to get good but, and learn how to play one of these. Yeah. So they, right. yeah, their thing was you can do whatever, but you have to operate excellence in every area. And, and when you start operating, operating below potential, uh, below excellence, that's going to be the thing we, we give up. So basketball went to high school and that was about it. Um, I was not headed to the WNBA as much as I wanted to think so. Um, and piano was the thing that stuck and, and speaking was the thing that came very naturally. And the two things now have combined to create lots of opportunities in writing and coaching uh, in these different avenues, as you talked about. Yeah, there's so much to unpack there. A couple of thoughts came to mind for me. Number one, uh, I played basketball in high school too, but yeah. that was uh, not my sport. I got stuck <laughs> at six two, uh, yeah. and that's a, a you know, impressive in like eighth grade. But when in you're still grade. six two in in senior year, it's not so great anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's funny too that some of those passions can die out and you can pivot and they're not interesting anymore. And mm-hmm. uh, I think some people struggle with this. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, on the yeah. How to Succeed podcast about um, once you find your purpose, there are still bad days, right? Did oh, you ever God. get uh, burnt out on something? Like uh, I think, especially thinking music, the amount of practice and stuff oh, God, that yeah. it takes uh, to be good, like that's effort. That's not all fun and games. And then no. the Miss America pageant you talked about too. Runner up is not necessarily fun. Uh, it <laughs> certainly fun. beats a lot of other alternatives, you know, but yeah. That, that's not a, a great day. And I'm, I'm guessing there is also like a shelf life for that too. You're imagine you're not going to oh, be yeah. a pageant model for the rest of your life. So how yeah. do these things work out for you? Do they, do they burn out? Do they just evolve into something else? What does that look like? Yeah, I think the key is evolution and, and for better or for worse, Mike, if I wanted to compete in pageants, there's still pageants that will have me. And I, yeah. no shade to anyone who's competing in the adult pageants, but I remember being on the stage at Miss America and thinking, even if I'd won, I was first runner up. So as I was joking with your uh, listeners on the other podcast, that's that lady who's standing there that gets dragged off once they crown the the winner. (laughs) Um, You know, but I remember thinking, even if I'd won, I did not want that to still be at the top of my resume 10 years from now, 20, you know, the guy who comes back to the high school because he won the football championship like 30 years ago. I didn't want to be that guy. Uh, and so I, I think they do evolve basketball. I still played in college, but that meant I was like doing pickup games, you know, at the, at the local gym, that wasn't my major. Right. And, and I wasn't yeah. uh, going to play professionally and I had to come to terms with that, but it wasn't, it also wasn't something I really wanted. Uh, and I, and I think in life, sometimes as adults, we find ourselves doing the things we can do. And a lot of times that takes up the space for the things we should be doing. Uh, so I, maybe this isn't a good advertisement, but a lot of times I'm doing my speaking and people will email months later and go, after you came, I quit my job. And I'm like, oh my God, what happened? But it's like, they're excited because something yeah. was activated and they realize I'm good at this. I can do it. I've always done it, but I feel called to do something else or to do it somewhere else or to do it on my own in my own business. And so, you know, and even we tell companies when that happens, what that means is, organically, the people who need to be to you or further be with you are further magnetized into the purpose of the company. And, and you don't want to hold on to people who really feel like they should be somewhere else. But I should say it doesn't happen often, but we, we get emails about people having these big epiphanies in this moment. 
Yeah, those are great. And they can be <laughs> entrepreneurs too, right? They That's can right. redefine a role inside That's an organization That's right. uh, and stuff. But uh, what about for you personally, when you get burnout or you find your energy around, yeah. how do you reconnect with your purpose or find that reason to either keep going or find something new? Yeah. I, I want to be fully transparent here to say that I think one of my superpowers uh, is that I, I'm kind of the energizer bunny. And, and I think discovering uncovering purpose earlier in my career has created um, a long shelf life in terms of not really mm. experiencing burnout as most people describe it. Now, what I will get to is a point of um, there are certain emotions that I know are not native to me. And what I mean by that hey. is I believe we have default emotions. So my default emotion is frustration. That's like, unfortunately, one of my best friends, right? And so if I feel frustration, that tells me, I know now after years of investigating, that if I feel frustrated, it's almost always connected to help that I have not yet asked for. And I'm walking around trying to do everything and then resentful that nobody's helping me, but I'm not going to ask for help because they should know I need help and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's a default emotion, frustration. I know how to deal with it. If I feel anxiety, that's not native to me. I'm, I'm not used to that. So that alerts me to something is out of place, out of balance, needs to be tweaked. Uh, you're saying yes to too many things because you don't feel anxious, Jade. So if you feel overwhelmed or anxiety, you need to respond to that um, in a very concentrated way. So I, I've, I think I've gotten really good uh, at identifying uh, the, the roots of emotions, which I believe should be signals. And I try to listen very carefully to what they're telling me. And I think that has extended the amount of time I'm able uh, to keep going. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. Now, we alluded to this earlier, but mm -hmm. some people think it's all, you know, sunshine and rainbows, that if I just get here or just get this opportunity or something, that uh, from then on, it's happily ever after. And uh, I'm wondering for you, what stood in the way of you keep finding or, or keeping success in, in that yeah. way to be able to play for a living? Because I know that even when you're, in your purpose and you're doing something you're really great at, it's still not super easy. There are still no, yeah. uh, bad days or hurdles you have to get over, opportunities missed. What what was it yeah. like for you? And, and I think we talked, there are two different things here, right? Um, I actually believe that when you discover purpose, things get harder because now you have a mandate to yeah. say yes to purpose, to say no to, to everything else, which sometimes means you're turning down opportunity. And so I help people identify what's really an opportunity or a distraction or a detour. Um, and so hard is to be expected and, and really to be celebrated because if, if you're being presented with hard challenges, it means you're built for them. But then there's, like you said, the, just the hard, the negative stuff that just doesn't feel good. Um, the loss or the disappointment or the rejection. Uh, and, and I think we talked about this a bit in the other podcast to be able to reframe and understand what's happening for you, um, has been really key for me versus why is this happening to me, which takes up a lot of time. I mean, that question, which you can't even answer it. Why is this negative thing happening? Mm -hmm. Right. There's no answer to it. But when you ask, why is it happening for me? You can find so many answers uh, in that. And so I think I think the, the blessing of, of being able to do what you want to do and being a go getter is that you get to go get. But it doesn't always mean that the getting is is easy, like you're saying. And I think owning up to that and understanding that's a part of of the liberty and freedom of being able to do what we want to do and chase what we want to chase is that we're not always going to catch it. And if you are um, a high level achiever, 
If you're a person who is going after something big, I guarantee you, as soon as you get it, you're going to be thinking about the next thing that you need to be going after. Yeah. <laughs> well, you set me up there because I wanted yeah. to get to some fun stuff. We talked about all the hard things and the bad right. stuff. Let's right. talk about good. some good things. What is the next goal for you? What What is on your fun bucket list or your, your career bucket mm. list of things that you want to accomplish? Oh, wow. Um, you know, we we had a sudden increase uh, just the, just the last few weeks of engagements for 2022. So we you and I talked about just wanting to be back live and in person. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have some dream, some of my dream clients like uh, these were these were names we were putting on a board like we want to we want to do something with Chick-fil-A or Nike and the other day we got the call from Chick-fil-A. I really hope I can say that, but we we got that call, right? And so <laughs> it's like now we're in this space of going to companies that are household name companies that I, you know, I, I swear we keep the lights on at Chick-fil-A and, and Mod Pizza is another one as much as we go there every week. So it's really cool now to be interacting with companies whose values um, are similar to to my own. It's it's a very special moment. So I feel like we're checking some things off the bucket list really early. And it's really cool. I love that. And yeah. uh, you mentioned a couple of things. I know uh, you have children and mm-hmm. uh, a longtime uh, husband there yeah. too, which is great. Uh, <laughs> what do you do for fun? What's just like, no, I'm not trying to monetize it. This is just for oh, me. Yeah, what's God. what's fun? Uh, well, you know, I love to laugh. And, and my mom, she could be biased, but she always says, if, if you don't make it in any of the other things, you you could be a comedian. And so I'm not happy until people are rolling on the floor laughing. And I'm married to my high school sweetheart and we laugh every day. Um, So, uh, you know, it's just something that to me is huge humor. And I try to take it to the stage whenever I take it to the stage, whenever possible, whether it's expected and especially when it's unexpected. Um, (laughs) That's the best kind. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best. So, you know, I like disarming people with with humor. And for me, laughter, laughter is huge. And so I look for those opportunities whenever I can find it. Any other final advice you would give to maybe younger people who haven't decided if they want to go the normal career path, you know, check everything, all the boxes and, and, uh, and work for retirement or somebody that's, uh, maybe middle-aged and having that middle-aged renaissance and thinking like, you know, that, that pandemic and everything, and, and maybe the way my company treated me, uh, it's got me rethinking what I want to do with my life or, or even how I want to do it. What advice would you give for those people? You know, I'm always careful because I know from coaching that everybody, at least fundamentally, they don't feel built to be an entrepreneur. But I do believe, and I love how you said entrepreneur, I do believe that most of us are operating too small in the spaces we're in. And so my my challenge would be, why not? I mean, these last two years kind of taught us, what, what are we waiting on again? Well, like, And I always I'd say to my coaching clients, what's the worst that can happen? If it's really not death, then you might as well go for it. Uh, and, and I think you can trust yourself uh, enough to know that even if this isn't quite the right move or if it doesn't take off like I want, I can always go back right to doing whatever was safe. But I think while we have breath in our lungs, I mean, I think we realize how much of a luxury it is to just wake up the next day and be able to draw breath. Why not use that to do something that um, is rewarding for you and possibly for others as well? I love it. Do you want to play a game, Jade? Yes, let's play. Let's play. What do you got? All right. I have a wheel of games. There are 10 games that it could land on. And you got 
Survey says, survey oh, says, yay. we surveyed uh, 100 people, the top answers on the cards here. All you have to do to win the game is get one of the top answers on the card. Okay. Uh, here is one. Where might a school bus take a student besides school? Field trip. Field trip is the number one answer. There you go. Uh, you got it. Sporting event. Home uh, is a good answer too. Yeah. Uh, museum, oh, zoo, or picnic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, name a public place where you might see parents disciplining their children. School. School is up there. Number three, yeah. uh, store, the mall, a uh, oh, park yeah. or a field and a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> see, my kids know better. My kids know better. So I don't, I don't have any answers for that. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you a choice here. I have two fun ones about your spouse, or we can just go with one about a, a more generic. Let's do my spouse. That'll put him on the spot a bit. Let's see what we get. Okay, good. Um, I'm going to give you both of them then, just because it right. sounds fun. Uh, name a reason you might make your spouse get out of the bed in the middle of the night. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, to turn the air conditioning off. Oh, air is a, a good one. It's not in the top one uh, no. there. It's uh, checking noise, snoring, yeah. attend to a baby, uh, sick, or a glass of water. <laughs> All right. He often tells me to check the noise, and then we fight over that. It's like, I'm not, you got to check <laughs> yeah, the exactly. noise. Yeah, exactly. You, <laughs> you check it. He's like, why is the guy more, more expendable? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't make the rules, but you're supposed to check it. <laughs> Same thing. My wife is 5'2". I'm 6'2", as I yeah. as I mentioned. And yeah. she'll be like, go check it. I'm like, I can't do anything you're not going to do. I'm not a ninja. Our, like, <laughs> rule, our rule is every man for himself. It's like before we have kids. <laughs> So we, we used to love horror movies. So whenever we saw yeah. like these idiotic situations, we're like, dude, like, don't try to save me. Keep moving. Some of us don't got, go, don't go back story, in the house. Right? Yeah. yeah. Get out of here and call the police. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that's awesome. I think it's a great place to end on, but I'm going to give one okay. more because I, okay. I, I feel like we're, we're onto something here. Name yeah. something cats and men have in common. Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that one. I don't have that. See, I should have quit while I was ahead. No. Something men and cats have in common. Hair? They're hairy? Harry is on there. There you go. That's number four. <laughs> Nicely done. That'll get you your third point. There you and uh, love sleeping or being lazy is up there. Oh, uh, nah, sneaky. See? I'm not sure I yeah. agree with that. Finicky no. or stubborn. Well, uh, I do agree with uh, number six, though. They like petting. They like petting. That's true. That's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a back scratch any day. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jade, uh, for playing our game, you win a free 30 second commercial here. Anything oh, wow. that we can do, uh, ask or gives for the audience. How can we help you? Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. We have a new book coming out on purpose called The Definitive Guide to Purpose, period. And my, my life's goal at this point is to make sure that you know you already have purpose in you and you get to live the rest of your life operating in that purpose. So stay tuned for that. That is awesome. And find her at jadesimmons.com or follow her on Instagram. That is the best social media uh, to pay attention to these days. Jade Simmons, professional speaker, musician, uh, former presidential candidate and uh, uh, was Miss America contestant as well. That's so much fun. <laughs> I love it. Uh, check her out, jadesimmons.com. Check out Playful Humans at playfulhumans.com. But more importantly, share this episode with somebody that you think needs to hear it. I think that's the best way to create a win-win for all of us. So have fun, go play everybody, and we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Don't wait for tomorrow. This is the piano ending. Ah, I like it. Today. Keep on 
Go play, everybody. Nice. Yay, that was fun.